stepping out of your comfort zone doesn't have to be like black and white. You can just bring in a little bit extra um, uncertainty, I suppose, or bring in a little bit of something new. It doesn't have to be totally new or totally old. Welcome to Design Life, a show about design and side projects for motivated creatives. My name is Charlie. And I'm Femke. In this episode, we're going to be talking about stepping out of your comfort zone. I feel like most of us probably encounter this situation at some point in our life where we have to step out of our comfort zone. And it can be really scary, really daunting. It sort of feels like venturing into the unknown. And it can also be, I think, really hard to know when you're ready to step out of your comfort zone and when is a good situation where you should do it or maybe you should hold back. And it can be hard to know if it's going to be worth it. So we're going to talk about that today and probably also talk a little bit about situations where each of us have been in that situation where we have to step out of our comfort zone. So hopefully we have some good insights to share. But first though, how was your week, Charlie? My week has been good. I feel like I'm starting to get um, into a bit of a rhythm with my side projects and trying to get ahead with some of my goals for the year. Um, I finally got my line of screen prints live, which is very exciting for me because I've been planning that for like a month. Yeah, so that's good. And I also spent a bit of time over the weekend in my email marketing software, which just so happens to be the company I work for, ConvertKit. Um, (laughs) I was setting up like a welcome email and then figuring out some link triggers for when people click a certain thing, what's going to happen next. Um, There's still a few steps to go there and I still have not sent out a newsletter for a long time, but I'm planning on doing that maybe this week, maybe next week, but definitely before the end of the month. So yeah, I guess it's been a good week. I've been feeling like I'm getting ahead on things and actually you know, pushing forward with my projects, which is always a good feeling. That is really, really awesome. And so if someone wants to purchase one of your prints, where can they go? Well, you know what? I've been thinking about changing that because right now my T-shirts and my prints are all on like a separate brand store, which I started back Mm -hmm. in university. I've talked about this before, which is called Liner Note Kids. But now I'm kind of thinking that I want to just build a store into my own website and Like that brand can still be the label on the shirts or whatever, but it won't be the name of the store, if that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, for now you can go to linernotekids.com and I know that word name is confusing, so it'll be linked in the show notes. And that's just (laughs) another reason to change it. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. I think that would be nice. Like I can visualize it quite well, just having everything under the Charlie Marie brand. Yeah, exactly. It would make it a lot more accessible and visible if you had everything sort of there in one place yeah I think so too it's just hard for me to let go of you know because um oh yeah LNK is like my baby I started it in what was it like 2009 or something so it's been nearly 10 years now um you know we're in 2017 so yeah it's it's hard to get rid of totally so I don't think I will but yeah a few changes need to happen for sure anyway enough about me (laughs) how has your week been Pim because I know you've been crazy busy Um, How much can you tell us about what you've been busy with? Because I know it's been for work. Yeah, so I've been really busy this past week with stuff at Atomic, which is where I work for those of you who don't know. And we've just had a really big launch and we've launched Teams, which is super exciting for us. Up until now, Atomic has sort of mostly been a solo type tool. So like 
you get an account for yourself and you use it by yourself. Uh, but now we've got teams. So that's super cool. You can sign up with your team and design and collaborate together. And so it's been a big launch coming and we're all very excited that it's finally here. And I know that I've talked previously about making videos, oh, tutorial yeah. videos. That's right. Yeah. And so that has wrapped up into this launch too. So my tutorial videos are finally live, which is Woo. very, very exciting for me. And yeah, I mean, it's just really exciting for us. And it has meant a few late nights and early mornings. But uh, yeah, it's been a really, really good week. And now we're just really excited to keep going. That's awesome. That's really exciting. I mean, I know it sucks to work so late at, you know, at the day job and be putting in time like that because it does take away from side projects. But at the same time, I do enjoy that you know, team collaboration feeling and, you know, everyone pushing hard for a deadline together because that's not something you really get inside projects because you're doing them on your own for the most part a lot of the time. So, yeah. Yeah, it's There's rewarding to work together with a team on something. Totally. I had that yesterday, actually. I was working till quite late on um, the next issue of our ConvertKit publication we put out once a month. I just greatly underestimated the amount of time all the imagery would take me, but... Yeah, so that was totally my own fault. <laughs> did you write a post for this one again? I did. This time my post is about designing a blog homepage and how you can choose the elements Ooh. and how you display them in order to create focus on certain things. So some sort of like some basic design knowledge about um, hierarchy, I suppose, and arranging things. But it was fun. Yeah. Cool. I'll have to go and check it out once it's live. Please do. <laughs> so today's topic, comfort zone. First thing I want to know from you, Femme, is how often do you step out of your comfort zone? Like, I know some people, like, obviously I'm giving away that this is not me in the way I'm saying this, but I know some people just do it all the time and they actively look for these opportunities to do so. And I admire them so much. But what, what about you? Which, which camp do you fall into, do you think? Hmm. I don't think I actively look for opportunities to step out of my comfort zone. But if one happens to come along, then I am the type of person who will consider it. I know that some people will, you know, just straight up decline, like, no, I don't do that. Or that's too scary. That's too out of my comfort zone, which is totally justifiable. You know, you're doing something new and completely scary. So that takes a little bit of courage. So, yeah, I, I'm more the type of person that waits for something to come along uh, although I'm also quite an observer. So if I sort of see something that I'm like, oh, that could be fun to try, but it's a little bit out of my comfort zone, I might sort of just sit on it and think about it for a while. And a good example of that actually is video. Like doing videos is something that has been on my mind for probably two years now. So you can tell that I'm obviously sitting on it for quite a while. And I'm still sitting on it because it is that one thing that's sort of out of my comfort zone, but I'm still really curious about it and know that I do eventually want to give it a go. I just don't know when the right time is. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's a really good example. Have you got any examples of what about some things where you have done it and it's been out of your comfort zone? Would speaking at a conference be one? Yeah, speaking at a conference is probably one, but probably for not the reason people expect. Oh, do tell. 
So I know that a lot of people have a really big fear of public speaking. Yes, hello, like me. (laughs) And so that's often what holds people back from doing things like conferences or workshops, etc. You know, any sort of situation or setting where you have to present in front of a group of people. Yep, you're telling me Uh, about my life right now. (laughs) (laughs) So so you can relate. Um, But actually, I can't relate because I don't have that problem. I'm pretty comfortable with public speaking. And so... Speaking at a conference, that was definitely out of my comfort zone, but not because I'm afraid of public speaking, more because I was just afraid of like, it was more imposter syndrome, to be honest. Like, am I good enough to speak at a conference? Like, does anyone care what I have to say? Those kind of things were more the issues that I was experiencing at the time that I had to kind of get comfortable with in order to actually step out onto that stage, just have confidence in myself, you know? Yeah, that's really interesting. I never thought about it in that way before. Like, I'm so afraid of public speaking that to me, it just doesn't make sense that someone would not be afraid of it. It's like sharks, I guess, or like heights. I'm like, how can you not be terrified of that? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. So I don't know. It's a bit weird. But when we think of conferences, like we always think of the public speaking fear aspect, right? Yeah. I struggle with a different fear, but it's still related to to conferences and stepping out of your comfort zone. Yeah, exactly. And it's still something that you did, even though, you know, like you said, it was out of your comfort zone. So yeah, and and I did it because I knew that the benefits were worth it, right? So the benefits being, I get to talk to this amazing group of people, I get to have conversations, I get to share my experience, I get to go to Denmark, I get to meet new people, you know, all of those benefits that kind of came along with it were worth it in the end. But of course, you know, I had to sort of get over that initial fear first. Yeah, totally. I I was the same in that um, the reason I took on that speaking opportunity and actually I'm in a position where I am actively looking and keeping an eye out for more speaking opportunities, even though I'm terrified of it. Oh, you're so brave. It. Clap, clap. Well, but it's because I want it to, I want to be the type of person who can do that. Like, I want to mm-hmm. be the type of person who's speaking, like, I'm very comfortable talking to a camera, for example. I feel like I know how to express myself and I know how to say what I'm thinking and how to teach people. I think I can yeah. be a little bit funny sometimes, you know, I can yeah. entertain people. But for some reason, you just put an audience in front of me and I find it terrifying. Um, That's so funny to think that you are so comfortable speaking in front of a camera that like thousands of people could watch, but putting you in a room with 100 people paralyzes you. Oh, even less. Could be just 20 and I'd be terrified. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it is. It's a total hang up and I don't know where it comes from, but I know it's ridiculous and I know there's no reason for me to be afraid. So that's why I'm trying to push to get past it I suppose because like you said the benefits are amazing of of doing public speaking you know the connections you can make with people um Mm -hmm. oh my gosh like I just had a thought then like imagine if I'd said no and didn't want to step out of my comfort zone to speak at the Sean Weirs conference I would not have this amazing job I have right now if if that is so true so I mean that's proof right there that I you should step out of your comfort zone every now and then yeah I firmly believe it's a good thing anyway I think that it's very rare for something bad to happen, like, you know, disastrous from stepping outside of your comfort zone. But I, I suppose that's because I'm quite an optimistic person and I'm quite good at seeing the, the good in things, even if something does go wrong. But what do you think about that? 
Yeah, I think there's always an opportunity, right? And so that opportunity could be just purely, obviously, the opportunity to get outside of your comfort zone. Also, the opportunity to push yourself, try something new. And then the sort of post-benefit opportunities of, like, your example, once you spoke at the conference, then, you know, you got a job out of that. And so there's always opportunities that can sort of roll off the tail end of it as well. And... Like, I know that it can be super scary and also sometimes you question, like, is this is this worth it and why am I really doing this and this is so awkward and uncomfortable. Like, for me, if I were to start filming YouTube videos, I'd be like, why am I doing this? Like, one person's watching and it's my mum. No, I, no like, too, I'd be watching too. <laughs> oh, thank you. So kind. <laughs> you know, so we sort of question, like, is it worth it? I'm putting myself through all of this stress and anxiety, trying to push myself out of my comfort zone and what's really in it for me. And that can be really hard and I I don't know where I'm really going with this but even though the sort of uh, benefit or opportunities or reasons might not be there in your face as to why you should do that thing I still think you should at least still give it a go because something might come along while you while you're doing it yeah and I think that there's there's going to be opportunities that come up that are out of your comfort zone and they are just things you don't want to do and you'll know what those are because you won't have that like, oh, I wish I was brave enough or like I wish I was confident enough or whatever about those opportunities. You'll just be like, I am not interested in that whatsoever. And I think that's okay. Like you don't have to say yes to every opportunity that comes your way because maybe it's just not something you're interested in at all. But I want to make sure that people check with themselves and make sure that, you know, if you are saying no to something, it's not just because you're scared or it's out of your comfort zone. Like, that shouldn't be the reason you say no to something. If you say no, it should be because you really know you don't want to do it. Would you agree with that? Yeah, well, I was going to ask you, like, how do you know whether you should say yes or no to an opportunity of stepping outside of your comfort zone? Well, I guess I can use this um, example of last week I presented a video uh, that was filmed at the YouTube space and it had like a director and it had a camera operator, all these fancy lights and I had a script that I had to learn and, and then, you know, say coherently to the camera. And that was way out of my comfort zone. Like, I know I film videos all the time, but I just set up in, like, you know, in my living room and yeah. Yeah, can repeat sentences as much as I like with no one watching until I get it right. Um, and, you know, I don't have a set script to stick to or anything like that. So it was really out of my comfort zone to be doing that sort of thing and in that sort of environment. But when I got the opportunity, I said yes to it because I knew that, I don't know, there was just something in me that knew it was something I wanted to do and it was something that I wanted to be able to do. Like, I wanted to be the type of person yeah. who could be like, oh, sure, and like breeze on set and, you know, present a video that's going to help people out. I just wanted to, I wanted to have that skill, I suppose. Um, and I'm trying to think of an example where I've said no to something out of my comfort zone. Um, oh, this is a dumb example, but um, we're likely going to be going back to New Zealand uh, over Christmas. And we're going to go down to Queenstown, which, if in case anyone doesn't know, is like the adventure capital of New Zealand. And Mark wants to go bungee jumping and he wants me to go bungee jumping. <laughs> and I was like, no, <laughs> that is out of my comfort zone. And it's just not something that I have an interest in doing. <laughs> And so that's my example there. 
So there's no way you're going to jump off the, the bridge. Well, I mean, I never like to say never, but right <laughs> now, if we went, I would not do it because I am not interested in standing up on a high thing and jumping off it. Right. Yeah, I think for me, when it comes to assessing whether, you know, that opportunity is something that I should take on or not take on and it's out of my comfort zone, I try and think, is this thing going to get me ahead? You know, is it going to get me one step closer to the thing that I want to be able to do? Like with your YouTube thing that you recently did, you know, that got you closer to being comfortable in front of a camera and a director and, you know, speaking from a script, you know, that kind of gets you closer to that thing. And you might not be a perfectionist at that thing yet, but you don't have to be, you know, this is just one sort of stepping stone. And I feel like if we don't, take those opportunities to get outside of our comfort zone then I mean obviously you're just going to live in your comfort zone forever and so you're just going to be in this little bubble and there's all these like stepping stones around you and they're all small little opportunities and they can be really scary to jump to but jumping to one gets you closer to another one and then another one and so I think it gets easier over time. Yeah it's totally about personal development right that's why I think getting outside your comfort zone is important. When you're at school, you know, and you're doing your learning, you're constantly being forced to do new things because it's a new assignment or a new software or whatever that you haven't done before. You know, that learning, it just happens and you're used to it. But when you leave that school environment, it'd be really easy to just not learn anymore and not develop anymore. Totally, totally. You can just stay exactly the same as you are if you want to. But I don't think that's good for anyone. I think that we should always be wanting to develop. And stepping out of your comfort zone is a great way to do that because it does force you into into something new and, you know, considering new things and and learning new things. So, but yeah, that's why I think it's important. I do think that it is important that whatever thing you're, you're trying that's out of your comfort zone is somehow aligned to you or, or what you want to do or whatever, you know, like for me... Now I can only think of extreme sports because you brought up bungee jumping. But like if if there was an opportunity for me to skydive, for example, which is totally out of my comfort zone, uh, I would probably say no because I'm really afraid of it. And I don't see how that's going to get me any closer to this, you know, what I want to do in life. But if, for example, I wanted to become a skydiver instructor, whatever, then obviously I would say yes because it is getting me closer to that and it is aligned you know, with my goals, that was a pretty bad example, but yeah, it could even not even be as specific as that. It's just maybe you feel like you want to face that fear, for example, right? Because I have yeah. fear of heights, so if I felt particularly like facing that, I'd be like, "Yep, I'm going to do it because I don't want to be yeah. afraid of this anymore." Pretty much like sure. I did with public speaking, but <laughs> with yeah. less risk. <laughs> and do you think that that's a good way to embrace a fear? Is to just embrace it and and confront it straight on? I think so, but I, I mean, I'm not one to talk about this because I'm not very good at facing my fears at all. Well, um, you, you're getting more into public speaking. Look yeah. at you, you're even applying to speak at conferences. So yeah, I guess so. That's To me, that's embracing it head on. Yeah, I, that's just because I really badly don't want to be that person. I, and like you said, I, I guess that relates that public speaking is probably going to be a thing in my future if I want to go down this path of teaching and sharing knowledge that I'm that I'm going down. And so I need to... I need to bloody face this thing now and get over it, <laughs> basically. Yeah. And it is, I can tell that it's getting better already. Um, even though I haven't done that many speaking opportunities yet, I can definitely tell that slowly things are improving and I'm feeling more confident. That branding workshop 
talk thing I hosted um, a couple of weeks back went went really well and I wasn't too terrified of that you know there was a bit of fear there because they're always going to be for me I think but mm-hmm. it was much much less than the previous time I spoke so that's good if we can keep diminishing then I will keep stepping out of my comfort zone for that and soon maybe public speaking will be in my comfort zone how weird is that to think about yeah I think that's kind of naturally what happens right as you embrace these things outside of your comfort zone slowly they become part of your comfort zone and I feel like that's happened for me with multiple things even just writing you know that was something that was out of my comfort zone and I took a leap and slowly started writing and now I I think I'm pretty confident enough to say that that's totally in my comfort zone now you know that's within my bubble and something I'm fine with and so yeah I mean obviously it takes time like if I think it would be unrealistic to expect or assume for you to do that thing once and then suddenly be totally fine with it. Uh, But yeah, just give it patience and give it time. And you don't have to enjoy it for it to be successful. Like I think it's totally fine if you wanted to get into public speaking and you're really afraid of it, give it a go. And if you find out that you just don't enjoy it and you don't want to do it, then that's also fine. Like at least you tried and you know that it's something that you tried and didn't enjoy, then that's fine. You know, you gave it a shot and you stepped out of your comfort zone and I still think that you should feel good about doing that. Yeah, and I think you'll know within yourself if you're saying, oh no, I didn't like that just because you were scared or if because you actually, it's not a thing you don't want to do anymore. Like, yeah, you'll know within yourself and don't lie to yourself, basically. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm sure that everyone who bungee jumps says that they were scared, but they still really enjoyed it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What about, um, we've talked a lot about fears and like, I feel like quite dramatic comfort zone, you know, extension things. But what about smaller things? Like, I want to talk about design style, I suppose, in comfort zone. Like, Mm -hmm. as you settle in, I suppose, to a certain routine, especially as an in-house designer, like we are, you step outside of that less. And I feel like I am constantly having to try and push myself to try new things when it comes to design because it would be so easy to stay settled in my current way of doing things and, you know, my current comfort zone. Do you feel like that too? Yeah, I do. And I try to use my side projects as a way to explore different areas and put myself out of my comfort zone. Because, you know, they're my side projects, so I can do with them what I want. And so that's sort of where I try and take on that opportunity to push myself and do something extremely different. Uh, Like I designed, this didn't ever go live, but I designed a website for Owen who runs Charged. And I designed two versions of the site for him. One, like clean and modern which is the one that's live now because he picked it (laughs) and the other one was like super out there it was really 8-bit style if you know what I mean so quite 80s so like it was a black website with like pixel drawings and stuff and it was really kind of 80s style and that was just because I wanted to try something completely different out of my comfort zone play around with something and not have that you know pressure and feeling of it having to be you know beautiful or whatever or within the constraints of a brand identity etc yeah I think that it's easy to like stick with the current style or whatever the current way things are in design like which is quite clean and white you know 
I find myself doing that a lot too. And it, it's something I want to make sure I don't become too attached to so that the only way I can design is in that style, you know? So I think it's awesome that you tried this totally different one. Even if it wasn't picked, it was a great exercise for you to do, to, you know, be thinking in a different way. Um, that's something I definitely want to do more of with web design because with graphic type stuff, um, I do things outside of work and, you know, I'll do some lettering pieces or whatever. Um, and I feel like I can break out in that way with, you know, typo typographic layouts or whatever. But yeah, web design, I tend to only do it for work. And so that's something that I could get, what's the word I'm looking for? Get stuck with, I suppose, or get in a rut with, that's it. Um, very easily. So I want to make sure I don't do that and yeah, explore some new styles, even if they don't look great. Um, this goes back to our episode about sharing your crappy work, right? I need to be trying out some different ways of designing like an avatar with a quote, for example, than, than I normally do. Cause there's like three different ways that I normally do that, that I'll just reach for. <laughs> so I should try some new things. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. And I, I kind of have this fear of like just being another one of those web designers that contributes to all websites looking the same. Yes, totally. You know? Yeah. And I am right so, there with you. yeah, I just, uh, I don't want to be, be a part of that really. And so I'm constantly trying to find ways to, you know, push myself creatively outside of that comfort zone. And yeah, at the moment that's mostly in my side projects because I have a lot more freedom there to explore. Yeah, I think there's definitely, for me, I have no excuse. There's lots of room for me to bring new ideas into my work. So I should be doing that more. That's, yeah, that's probably a, a comfort zone thing that I'm most terrified of staying in is a certain design style, you know? Right. Um, have we talked done an episode about design style? I'm sure we have in the past. I'm you know, not sure. We've got so many now. but <laughs> um, If we have, I'll link it below. But my thoughts on it are that I don't think that you should feel like you have to stick to a certain style. Like it doesn't have to be an identity for you. You should do whatever's best for the brief and you should do whatever's going to be best for the user. And that doesn't always mean sticking to the same style, you know? So especially when, like you said, all websites are looking the same. So that's something I want to be aware of. Yeah. And when it comes to design styles, I illustrators in particular, I feel have a really distinct style. Yeah. I think that's a bit and different, isn't it? Yeah, and I, I have a couple of illustrator friends who, like, their style is their comfort blanket, you know, and so they rely on, on their style to sort of give them confidence, I guess, you know. They know that they can pull the brief off because they can rely on their style to kind of bring it bring it all together in the end. Um, but I also have a one, one illustrator friend in particular who, you know, she's kind of aware of her style and is actively you know, challenging herself to push out of her comfort zone a little bit and, you know, not necessarily alter her style, but just try different things and bring in unique elements and try and sort of extend her style a little bit. That's cool. So, yeah, I think that's also a nice way to sort of extend your comfort blanket a little bit. You know, you can still stay within your style, but maybe try exploring different unique elements and, and bring that into your existing style. Yeah, that's a really great point because stepping out of your comfort zone doesn't have to be like black and white right you can just bring in a little bit extra um uncertainty i suppose or bring in a little bit of something new it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be totally new or totally old so yeah i like that she'll bring in some tweets from our listeners because we asked them um how they felt about stepping out of their comfort zone and if it's something that they did 
got some interesting responses and I, I don't know, I just love our audience and our listeners so much. They're all such a cool group of people, you know? They really are, All yeah. doing really inspiring things. So let's read some out. Ariel says, I love it. I'm trying to get better at asking for help though, so I don't feel pressure to be great at everything. Mm. And this is a really important point because when you step out of your comfort zone, especially when you're quite established in whatever it is you normally do, you are going to feel a bit like it's going to feel weird to be such an amateur at something, you know, when you're trying something new, when you've been doing something else for so long and that you're so good at. So I like this idea of asking for help. I think that that's important. Yeah, I feel like we probably feel as though there's high expectations from others, right, to also be good in this other thing. Like, oh, you're you're a good runner, so you must also be great at sprinting or something. I don't know. You know, like I think it's easy to assume that because you're good at X, you're also going to be good at Y. And so that can put a bit of pressure on you, I think, if you want to try this other thing and feel that pressure to also be naturally good at it. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Jonathan says that when I step out of my comfort zone, it feels like I'm trying to become a different person, but the end result is always worth it for getting over the initial fear. Yeah, it can definitely feel like you have to be someone else or pull out different qualities of yourself, I think, different skills, qualities and strengths of yourself if you're going to try something different. But as, as he said, the the result of getting over your fear, that's a pretty rewarding feeling in the end, I think. Yeah, I think so too. And I totally relate to that different person thing. Like when I am at an event or public speaking in general, being an introvert, I'm like putting on, sucking out that little bit of extrovert quality that I do have in, inside me and, and putting that hat on for the night, I feel. Um, I'm always exhausted by the end of it, but I love it while I'm there. And it, it does feel a bit like I'm being a different person, but I know I'm still me. I'm just bringing out, like you said, different qualities. Alyssa said, after the initial moment of what am I doing, I usually end up doing some pretty cool things. So I'm trying more to step out of my comfort zone. Yeah, that's good. I definitely relate to that too. I had that when I was filming that video um, the other week and I like messed up a line like five times and I was like, why did they ask me to do this? Like what in their yeah. right mind did they think that I was a good person to hire for this job? <laughs> yeah, I always think that too, like just before a big moment like if I'm about to step on stage at a conference or whatever I always just think what am I doing like why am I here why did I choose to do this thing and you kind of have that in a, like a panic moment almost right yeah definitely. but I think it passes also pretty quickly and it, and it only gets easier from there I think you know we have to have that like low point of what am I doing in order to get to the good point of like oh yeah this is why I decided to do this thing and I think that questioning, what am I doing, is a sign that you are outside of your comfort zone. Oh, totally. Obviously, yeah. Holly says, uh, currently I'm loving stepping out of my comfort zone. It opens up a wonderful opportunity to learn something new and widen my design pol portfolio of new and unique things. Cool. Um, that's a great attitude to have towards it, um, widening your design portfolio. I think that's important. Yeah, and I think also with these opportunities and things outside of our comfort zone that we want to try – doesn't always have to be public, you know, like if I wanted to try photography, like I could just try that and not share it, you know, I could just do it privately and keep the photos for myself. It sounds like Holly is, you know, using that as an opportunity to widen her portfolio, which is awesome. But I don't think you always have to have to do that. 
yeah yeah definitely it can just be a thing that you just try and um actually here's something that relates to this is that um Marapilli said it, it is always nerve-wracking but that's how I've learned so much about the other side of design photography and even marketing right and so yeah. perhaps stepping out of your comfort zone you're going to learn things that might then help your main thing even though yeah you're not going to like share those new things you learned but they'll feed into in some way that was a really bad way of explaining no no, it. no yeah I know what you mean like they all contribute to one another yeah so. exactly yeah that's cool like for me with the public speaking for example um thinking about presenting to an audience I th- feel like it's helped me structure my videos a bit better because I feel more aware of uh like structuring a talk is quite different to just like randomly talking about a subject you know right you've got to have some structure to it and introduce it and yeah so I'm trying to feed that into my videos more yeah that's awesome and lastly Melissa said that stepping out of her comfort zone is the only way to get to the next level for her but it can be hard sometimes, but it's usually worth it. Yeah, I like that idea of the next level being something you have to step outside of your comfort zone for. I think that's true. I think that is true as well. Well, I hope this episode then has encouraged people to step outside of their comfort zone, even if it's just a little bit, even if it's trying just a new color in your designs that you don't normally use. It can be as small as that, I think. But those small choices you make to step outside your comfort zone are going to be what takes you to the next level. So I think it's important to do. And I think it's important we encourage each other to do that as well. Because it can be scary. And like Ariel said, you can't be afraid to ask for help as well. Because when you're doing something new, you always need a bit of help. This has been a good chat, Fem. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, that was some really good last piece of advice. I didn't even have to ask you to deliver it. (laughs) So if you want to listen to more episodes, you can go to designlife.fm and you'll see all of our episodes there, as well as our newsletter, which you can sign up to and you'll get it every Monday to let you know of a new episode. Make sure you also subscribe to us in whatever podcasting app you use. Just search for Design Life and we will be there ready and waiting for you to listen to us. And if you enjoyed this episode or the last episode or any episode, then we'd love it if you could leave us an iTunes review. That really helps us get the show out there. Thank you to everyone who already has left us a review. We read each and every one of them and they always touch our hearts. They're always very sweet. We should rerun on the show next time. Let's do that. We should. We should. Well, good chat, fam. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.